Go ahead and shout hallelujah somebody. Come on, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. You know he deserves it. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I sense um, an inflection in the spirit in this season of the year as we kind of transition into the, the second half of the year. And uh, many of you know that for those of you who've been worshiping here, you know that for a few months I've basically been ministering on the covenant we'll deliver and um, laid some good foundation. And later in the year, I'm going to come back there. Um, but during our ELO services from the very beginning of the year in January, we have been ministering on the theme, I Believe God. And in this inflection, um, this season of inflection in the year that we sense, I really am inspired to bring out the word of faith that we'll be ministering during our ELO services. Um, bring it out of the closet of ELO and put it on the mainstream of our services. So for the next few weeks, you're going to hear me ministering a lot on the concept of faith, the power of faith. I believe God. And um, some of it might be repetition, but I want, you to, I want you to sharpen your spirit because the Lord will say some things to you that will help you finish this year well. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We started in the spirit. We started in faith. We have continued on in the spirit. We have continued on in faith. And the Lord wants us to finish well. He wants us to finish in the spirit and to finish in faith. And so I'm trusting God that he'll speak clearly to us. He'll energize us in our faith. That some supernatural things will happen in all of our lives and families in this season and for the rest of the year. Can somebody say amen? amen. If you go back there with me, please, to Acts chapter 27. The book of Acts and chapter 27. While you are going there, say, I believe God. Say, I believe in signs and wonders. Say, I believe in miracles. Say, I believe in the advantage of the covenant. Say, I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I hope you had your prayer cloths during Elo last week. I know for many people, these are very strange concepts. They think like, ah, that's too much. That's strange. Well, it's strange and it's in the Bible. And it works. And it works. And I'm not here to try to convince you. All I'm going to keep telling you, I'll just keep, the Lord said to me earlier this year, keep, just keep preaching the word. Don't worry, don't, don't debate it. Don't deal with controversies. Don't answer questions. He said, just keep preaching that word. And keep preaching it hard. Amen. <laughs> because the devil is running scared. He's really scared. The devil is really scared. He's tormented. 
And when he sees God's people on the move, and he sees them fully dedicated and committed to God and to the things of the Holy Spirit, he is very scared. He is very, very scared. So, I, I, I encourage you, as we press on, let's press on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's not pull back. The Bible says, for we are not of them that look back. The people that look back, they end up in perdition. They are frustrated. They end up with nothing. The ones who keep on pressing, the ones who keep on going, hallelujah, they keep mounting up with wings as eagles. I'm telling you, God is my witness. I have not experienced as much of God ever in my life as I have experienced him in the first half of this year. In fact, I think one time Pastor Tino and I were saying, is this really April? I think it was April. We were saying this. was. Is this really April? Like it was April, it felt like we had already lived the whole year. There were too many, there are, let me not say there were, there are too many miracles to recount. Too many. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Like that prophet said in Amos, Everywhere we look, everywhere you turn here, you see is blessing, blessing. Everywhere you look, so I know the devil is scared. And listen, it's God is no respecter of persons. It's not just doing it for your pastor because he loves your pastor in a is partial towards your pastor. No, no. The same promise he gave all of us at the beginning of the year is the same one I'm working with. I don't have a different confession. That prayer cloth, the same power that came on your prayer cloth is the same one that came on mine last year and this year. I'm telling you the truth. God is my witness. That prayer cloth, I feel, if I feel anything anywhere, elbow, joint, shoulder, any, the first thing on my mind is not doctor. I don't even remember my doctor's number. The first thing on my mind, where is my prayer cloth? And what is the word of God saying? I pull out that prayer cloth, I dig up the word of God, and I start speaking it. And as I put that, God is my witness. Miracle upon miracle upon miracle. Breakthroughs. Whether it's uh, spiritual, financial, family, ministry, oh God. Hallelujah. So, I want you to rise up in your faith. Don't let just then don't let this be just a message you are hearing. Lay hold upon it. And if you are online with us, remember you join these services online. There is no distance in the spirit. There is absolutely no distance. The same power of God, the same anointing of the Holy Spirit that is available to us is available to you wherever you are in the world. Wherever you are in the world. God is no respecter of persons. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I've just made up my mind. You know, there is more in God and I want more. I don't know about you, but I want more. Somebody say, I want more. Look at Acts chapter 27. Let's read from verse 21. 
But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me. And you should not have loosed from Crete. And to have gained this harm and loss. Sirs, Mars, you should have hearkened unto me. And not have loosed from Crete. And to have gained this harm and loss. I'm going to have you look back at verse 10 in this scripture. Because that's where Paul spoke to them. And in verse 21, he's reminding them of what he said to them in verse 10. He said to them in verse 10, Sirs, I perceive. Somebody say, I perceive. I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage. Not only of the lading and the ship, but also of our very lives. Folks, if we listen to God, I know many times people say, and I've, and I've heard this over the years, we say, it's too much, it doesn't take all that. It does. Actually, it really does. It takes all that. It takes listening. You have to listen every day. It takes, what did Paul say to them? He says, sirs, I perceive. What does that word perceive mean? It means to see something in the spirit. To have a sense of something. To know something inside your heart that is not apparent to your physical senses or to others around you because the Holy Spirit is showing it to you. That's what he said. Nobody told him, but he said, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage. Not only of the laden and the sheep, but also of our very lives. He perceived it. The Greek word is theorio. That is to know something in the spirit. The Hebrew word is yada. To have a knowledge. A knowledge. A supernatural knowledge. You can't prove it. You can't tell why you have it. But you just know it. My friends, it takes working closely with the Holy Spirit to maximize the promises of life that God has made to you. He said to them, this voyage will be with hurt and much damage. Why did God send that message through Paul? Because God did not want them to suffer that hurt and that damage. My friends, I want to say this to you as clearly as I can out of the word of God. Please hear me. Hear me as clearly as you can. Damage, loss, hurt, disaster can be avoided. 
Listen to me. Damage, hurt, loss, disaster can be avoided. How? By listening. (laughs) Jesus is trying to help me preach. (laughs) We have done your birthday now. It's my turn. (laughs) I love that young man. Loss, damage, harm, disaster can be avoided. Write it down in your notebook. It can be avoided. You hear all these things. People say all these things in the world. Oh, we never know. Oh, you just never know what can happen. Oh, that is not true. It is not true. If you are walking with the almighty God, he wants to preserve your life. The Bible said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leaded me. He leaded me. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me. He leads me beside the still waters. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, then what? I will fear no evil. Why? Because your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Hallelujah. He prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil. My cup shall run over. Let me tell you, God wants to bless you in the very before of your enemies. Right in the presence of your enemies. God wants to bless you. God wants to multiply you. There is a major failure if your enemy is planning attacks and disaster and harm and loss against you and he wins. It's a major failure. It is not the will of God. I want you to hear me. It is not the will of God. Persecutions, trouble, affliction will come to every believer. But at the end of the day, the only thing that God can glory in is victory. If you go through affliction, if you go through persecution, if you go through all of this, and at the end of the day you don't have victory, God does not get the glory from that. God wants the glory in your life. <laughs> Don't listen to all this silliness. People say you just never know. Anything can happen. And anything cannot happen. The only way anything will happen in your life is that the Lord allowed it. If the Lord does not allow it, it cannot happen. Why should a Christian die by accident? It's not the will of God. It's not the will of Put it down in your Bible. It is not the will of God. Why should a Christian lose everything in one day? Fire, theft. It's not the will of God. Where is the missing link sometimes? The missing link sometimes is in listening every day. Being led every day. He said to them, I perceive... 
this voyage will be with her long before something happens. If you are sensitive in the spirit, people say to me all the time, it doesn't take, it takes all that. It takes all. The life, your family's life depends on it. Your future depends on it. Your financing, your destiny, everything about your life depends on it. It takes all that. Listening to the voice of the whole people say, oh, pastor, it doesn't take all that. Let's just have fun. Yeah, have fun. But even when you are having fun, be sensitive in the spirit. Shut up. Several years ago, one dickiness told me. I was very close to this dickiness. Actually, one time, you know, she's in heaven now. You remember uh, dickiness Sharon? One time we went on this long mission, whatever this trip was. And it's really one of the one of the most memorable trips I have gone on personally. I mean, miracle after miracle. I'm talking in the in in the thick darkness of eastern Nigeria. We were going to at that time uh, one of the members of our of our choir in in our in our ministry died suddenly, very young. Amen. Lovely. <laughs> Amen. What's her name? Amen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it when you say amen all the time. I love it. It inspires me. But amen was her name. Amen. Eastern Nigeria. Akwaibom, actually. And she died mysteriously. She was such a giver. She was such a giver. One time she was inspired. She, she bought uniforms, choir uniforms. She paid for the old. One time she bought chair. She bought, I mean, M.M. was such a giver. M.M. was such a giver. Oh, what a, what a precious soul M.M. was. But she died suddenly. She was not even, she was like 28 or something. And many people see that and say, oh, God just took, God need another angel in heaven. It's not true. It is not true. I know it sounds funny. It's not true. God has a destiny for you upon the earth. God has an assignment. Listen to me, please. That's right. I don't know who said that, but you are right. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. With long life, he said. It's the will of God for you. The promises of the word of God, they are, not, they are not foreign. They are real. They are for real. You've got to believe these promises. You've got to take them every day and walk with them and believe them. God, it's not, it's, not, it's not based on how many people are doing it. You don't prosper because you are in the midst of a million people who are prospering. No, you can prosper in a wilderness where you are the only one. God can send an angel to open a well of water to you and you are the only one in that wilderness, in that desert. God doesn't need multitudes of people to do miracles. How many people were sitting in the, in the room where Jesus was teaching in Luke chapter 5 and all the doctors of the law and all of them were there but they were listening, nothing was happening until somebody was, this, this, this man was lowered through the roof, his friends, they were so desperate for a breakthrough, they lowered and the moment Jesus saw him, breakthrough, miracle. If, if, it, if it required multitudes, all those multitudes that were sitting down there would have received a miracle first. Yeah. They didn't get anything yeah. until that man showed up. That's Luke chapter 5. 
M.M. suddenly died. And we had to go and, we had to go and bury her. We had to go and conduct a service. And it's, it's one of the most, it's one of the, it's one of the most memorable trips I have gone on in my life. It's one of the, uh, I don't have words to describe it. It was a trip that took well, probably well over 24 hours or something. And from where we were going and the situations we dealt with. And we arrived somewhere in the middle of this trip. In the middle of the night. It was in the middle. There was a time involved. We were supposed to arrive in the morning to conduct a service. And, and myself and our team, all in this car, this 504 car that a beloved brother had given to us, Pojo, and the driver and the beloved driver, suddenly... We were driving through this village, darkness everywhere, no light anywhere. And there were witchcraft hangings everywhere you turn. Everywhere you turn. We couldn't see but our light, the light. But suddenly the car just stopped. This was a good car, almost new car. Immediately some of the people in my team said, the, the, the devil is walking. I said, yeah, I know. We started speaking the word. We stood on the word. We started declaring. This car will not start. Nothing wrong with this car. The driver tried, every, opened the hood, did everything he knew. This car will not start. And we, you have flashlights. We'll talk, everywhere you look is the head of one animal. Is the, the head of witchcraft images. Everywhere sir, and darkness. And the sounds you were hearing in that darkness. We knew the devil was present. But the Bible says, Oh, Shada Baba, I know there are places where people are running helter skelter. Witches want to kill me. Wizards want to kill me. Listen, my friend, if you are really in your covenant with God, if you are rich, witches will be running away. They will run. When you show up, they will run. Running helter skelter. Who should I talk to? Pray for me. Witches are trying to kill me. They will kill you, indeed. But the Bible said, they that know their God will be strong. They will be strong and they will do exploits. Thick darkness. Car will, car will not move. We were, we were running to try to catch funeral service in the morning. In this small village in Akwaibom. And we were going to conduct this service. The devil was trying to stop us. The, the, heads, the heads of the religious uh, the denomination where M.M.'s family used to attend, they had said, well, her family insisted, M.M., M.M., this is M.M.'s ministry, M.M. wants, M.M. wants her, her pastors to come and conduct her uh, uh, her funeral. That's what she would have wanted if she was here. The family, the 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 rest, the village said no. If they don't make it by this time, we're going to run the thing. So the devil was trying to stop us, so that we would not get there at that time, so they could do what they wanted to do, and the work that God wanted to do in that village would not be done. God is my witness. As long as I live, I'm telling you a true story. Suddenly, supernaturally, the driver had done everything. He knew that car. That car was a semi-new car. 
He knew that did everything. I knew nothing about mechanics. In fact, it was after that I started learning about engines and things. I knew nothing about it. We were all just kind of getting frustrated. Suddenly, I said to the driver, I got up from the, the passenger seat where I was and walked up to him and took his flashlight. And I said to him, God is my witness as long as I live. What I'm telling you is true. I said to him, what is that wire over there? What's that cable wire? What is that cable over there? He said, he said, what it is. I said, what is this other cable over there? He said, what it is. I said, join the two of them. He said, ha. I said, yeah, join the two of them. With trepidation, he joined the two cables. God is my witness. This car came back to life. Suddenly, the engine roared to life. God is my witness. We arrived in that village for this funeral service. Must have been about 10 minutes before. They had, everybody was seated in the church. They had given up. The heads of the, of the church, they had decided they were, were going to. As soon as our car pulled, oh, they said they arrived. They have arrived from Kaduna. They, took, they gave us the pulpit. The anointing of the Holy Spirit came upon us. There was just about five of us in that car, in that team. This Dickiness was one of them. Dickiness Sharon was with us. I went through all of that to tell you about Dickiness Sharon. (laughs) She's in heaven now. One of the best experiences I've ever had with her. We got into that place. We preached the word of God. I'm telling you the whole village. If you've ever read it in the Bible, where they talk about whole villages turning to Christ, I saw it with my two eyes. The whole village turned to Christ. The whole village. Everybody was rushing out. They wanted to receive the Lord. Everybody. But that was not. I've read these things in the Bible, but it was the first time I experienced it personally myself. Everybody wanted to receive the Lord. They received the Lord. We prayed over them. They received receive Christ. Then, they wanted, you know, all of them wanted us to go to their homes to some of the people who couldn't attend the service. They want so they had people, they had officials who were taking off from one who God is my witness as long as I live. What I'm telling you is true. They took us one home to we visited almost every home in that village, and in almost every home they wanted prayer. They wanted to be anointed with oil. They wanted to be blessed. Then we convert, we led them to the Lord. There was full-scale revival in that village. When we walked out of that village, when we drove out and went back home to Kaduna, we looked back and we thought, what happened that night? Where those witches and wizards, what happened? They were trying to stop the revival that God was sending to that village. They didn't have the power to stop it. They didn't have the power to stop it. But they tried The devil doesn't have the power to stop you, but he will try. He doesn't have any ability to take anything from you, but he will try. He wants to know what you know. He wants to know if this thing you are saying is really true. Because you are singing it, you are praying, you are preaching it. But we want to try you where there is no, no, there is no music. There is no preacher. It's only you. We want to see. Do you really believe this? Somebody say, I believe God. Oh, 
now. Shout it out loud. Say, I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. Shout it out loud. Say, I saw the living God. I believe in miracles. I believe in signs and wonders. I believe in the advantage of the covenant. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. God doesn't want you having that damage. I want you to prevent the next damage that Satan has sent into your life. Because the one, the ones he has done, that's not the last. He's coming back. I want you to prevent every damage that Satan has prepared for your future. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? How is it going to happen? It's going to happen by you. Entering your covenant very strong is going to happen by you knowing the voice of your father and walking closely with the Holy Spirit. And it's going to happen by you walking in faith every day. Walking in faith every day. Paul said, you should have listened to me. He said, I perceive. I know how many times have I heard these people say to me, Pastor, it doesn't take all. It takes all that. Life is not a game. It takes all that. I don't know about you, but me, I want everything that God has for me. I want everything that God has for me. And that doesn't mean you live like a monk. Doesn't mean you don't have fun. Doesn't mean you don't play. Doesn't mean you don't... No, but it means even in that, in everything you do, you stay conscious, sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. You don't let your head direct you. You don't let your emotions lead you. You don't let what somebody said be the direction of your life. You let the Holy Spirit, every day you must listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Every day. Before people make all these plans, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to go there, we're going to go. Do you know, I got, I got talking about Dickiness Sharon because of this example and I almost forgot about it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Dickiness Sharon said, years ago, she was at a restaurant. She was an attorney. She was at a restaurant having lunch with some of her colleagues. And as they were having lunch in a restaurant in Kaduna, suddenly she felt an uneasiness. She felt uneasy. Like, what's going on? I just And the uneasiness had to do with she needed to go home. She doesn't go home for lunch. She needed to get up from that restaurant immediately and go home. She yielded, got up, she excused herself, sorry guys, I got to quickly dash, dash home, I don't know why, but I got to go home. She went home, and a fire had already started in their bedroom. Somebody left something connected, a fire has started in the bedroom. Fifteen minutes later, the whole house would have burnt down. 15 minutes later, the whole house would have burned down. She said, I felt an uneasiness, and it had to do with, I had to go home. I don't know why. I don't go home for lunch. She was at lunch in a restaurant. I felt an uneasiness. Do you know how many people feel something and they don't ever act on it? They don't ever do anything. They have this sense. I'm sensing something. I don't know what it is. 
The least you should do is go and pray. Ask God about it. Lord, what is this? I, I don't, I don't know. What is this? Long before, long before the enemy's attack comes, my friends. God is out there with his emissaries, his angels. The Holy Spirit is out there preparing you. The ones you don't know about before they happen, he has already given you the victory over it. You must, you must come out victorious. I said you must come out victorious. This story will not end until you come out victorious. This situation will not be over until you come out victorious. My friends, the way we are going to do it, we are going to do it by listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, by walking strongly in our covenant with God, and by walking in faith every day. In faith every day. Listen to what Paul said. Paul said, oh I love this. (laughs) Hallelujah. Verse 21. After long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me. Oh, you should have listened to me instead of being led by your head, instead of being led by your mind, instead of being led by what people told you. You should have listened to me. He said, but even so, I exhort you now, be of good cheer. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Be of good cheer, be of good cheer, be of good cheer. I brought you a message to tell you today to be of good cheer. He said, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but the sheep. For there stood by me this night the angel of God whose I am and whom I serve. Saying, fear not, Paul, fear not, for thou must be brought before Caesar. And Lord God has given you all them that are with you. Therefore, sirs, oh, I love it, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be, even as it was told me. I believe God. 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 My friends, your walk of faith is what will get through, get you through the difficult patches of life. When Satan comes knocking on your door, your confidence in the word of God is what will carry you through. We must be in faith. Faith is not just for preachers. Faith is not only for the pastor. We must be in faith and we must stand in faith. Oh, I love this. Oh, I said I love this. I know whom I have believed. Second Timothy. Second Timothy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Second Timothy chapter 1. I know whom I have believed. You have to know this God for yourself. It's not good enough to know this God through your parents. It's not good enough to know this God through your pastor. It's not good enough to know this God through your whoever you whoever you follow. You've got to know this God for yourself. He said, I believe God. Look at it. First Timothy chapter one, second Timothy chapter one and verse twelve. He said, Look at it. For the which cause 
I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. Watch this. For I know whom I have believed. <laughs> I know whom I have believed. That is, in the midst of being attacked by shame, he said, I know whom I have believed. Look at it. He said, for the which cause I suffer these things, nevertheless, I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed. I cannot be ashamed. I know whom I have believed. I cannot be disappointed. I know whom I have believed. I cannot be frustrated. I know whom I have believed. I cannot be turned away. I know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded. I am persuaded that he is able. He is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. I want to ask you, what have you committed unto him? Because if you have truly committed it to him, he is able. He is able to keep it. If you have committed your life to him, he is able to keep your life. If you have committed your money to him, he is able to keep your money. If you have committed your family to him, he is able to keep your family. If you have committed your children to him, he's able to keep your children. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. What was it that was told me? He told me all will be well. He told me there will be a new horizon. He told me there will be a full blessing. He told me we will possess from the north to the south to the west. Hallelujah. He told me the covenant will deliver. He, he, he told me. He told me our lives will be preserved. Hallelujah. 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 That's what he told me. I know what he told me. And I believe God. That it shall be. Exactly. You will not die from cancer. That is not what he told me. He told me. He will keep you in soundness of mind. He will keep you in soundness of health. He will keep you strong and well. That's what he told me. You will not die by suicide. That's not what he told me. You will not but die from depression. That's not what he told me. You will not lose your favor. That's not what he told me. Opportunity will not pass you by. That's not what he told me. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. It shall be even as it was told. Listen to me. Listen to me. Don't frustrate my prayers over you. Don't frustrate my prayers over you. Because when I pray for you, I pray good over you. I pray good over you. I pray favor over you. Your destiny must be fulfilled. Your destiny must be fulfilled. Whether I see you in a year or not, I pray good over you. It's like my children. I don't see them every day. My biological children, when last did I see them? Every day. Every. First thing. 
I speak good over them. Good will happen to you today. And I call them by name. Good will happen to you today. I have not seen them in months. But good must happen to them. Listen to me. You are my biological, you are my spiritual sheepfold. Everyone under the sound of my voice. Listen to me. When I pray for you every day, every day, I pray good over you. I pray good over you and your family. You must have good. You must have good. You must have good. Doors must open to you. Favor must pursue you and overtake you and run you down. I declare your life must be preserved. You will not die from shipwreck. You will not die from shipwreck. Accident will not take you out. Accident will not take you out. In the name of Jesus. I have one daughter out there who just left for Chicago a few days ago. Send a message later at night. She arrived there. I said, yes, you arrived because you are supposed to arrive. I prayed for you that the angels of God will carry you. Listen, I am a shepherd. I am jealous and I am desperate over the well-being of my sheepfold. I'm not one of those shepherds that go to sleep and don't care for their people. I care about your well-being. I care about your well-being. That's why I need you to care about the things of God. Because that's the way the covenant works. That's the way the covenant works. I I care about God. I care about the things of God. And I care about you. I need you to care about the things of God. I need you to make it priority in your life. That's why I'm not playing games. I'm not, it's too late for me now. I'm too old to be trying to pastor church and begging people to go to, and I don't do that. Have you, do you, have you, do you see me do that? I don't do it. Is Pastor Tino who will beg you? Come to church. Make sure you. Did you go? Did you already? She's she's passing through her own season. Eventually, she too she will get out of that, right? Me, come. Not because I want to see your face or count the number. I do like to see your face, by the way, but that's not why. The reason is, I want us to keep pulling together, my friends. I want us to keep pulling together. This, this anointing, this anointing is available. Listen to me. This anointing is, and I don't care wherever you are in the world. It does not matter. I told that, bro, I told, um, um, I think it was Pastor Stella who was helping us interact with her brother Ashish, who got, supernaturally got a visa from India. Thousands of people on that line. First of all, he's there. He's, you know, he's on every, I think he's there. If he's on every side. Put something there somewhere. Oh, you, I don't, you know, put it there. That it is true what he said. It's a miracle you got. No, it is true. Thousands of people. Thousands of. When, first of all, when he applied for that, first, remember? We, we, the Lord, we just want to represent our global missions at this convention. That's all. If he gets it, praise God. If he doesn't get it, we'll do something by media. Right? We'll do something by virtual. Praise God. That's not going to affect me. But that was our desire we put before the Lord. When he first applied, and I've been telling him before then, get yourself ready. Get your passport ready. Get everything ready. Long, long before convention. Long before I even talked about it on the pulpit. Get yourself ready. Get yourself ready. When it came time, I said, all right, I want you to attend this convention. Get ready. The first application he put, they said, no way. They are booking out, they are booking one year out. One year out. God is my witness, right? One year out. One year out. 
He called. He was so frustrated. He was so upset. He sent message. Oh, pray everybody. Pray. I said, my friend, don't lose your peace. God's time is in your favor. The Lord wants you to come for this one. We want you to come. He will make a way you will come. If it is not God's best for you to come, don't worry. Stay. The door will open when the time is right. Then it's very simple. I don't let the devil make me sweat. The only times I sweat is when I'm preaching to you. That's right. No, no, no. The devil cannot make, he doesn't make me sweat. Anything. If they say no, you know, we try, we believe God. He said, no, okay, that's it. No. I'm not going to sweat. I'm not going to lose my peace over that. I'm not going to lose my faith in God, my confidence in God. Now it's different if the Lord said it must happen. If the Lord said it must happen, then no matter what does lock, it must happen, open up. We stand there, open up. But the one that the, the Lord hasn't said, yeah or nay, okay, if it happens, glory to God. If it doesn't happen, it will happen later. It just has not happened yet. So we will not cry. He got frustrated. Oh, oh, I said, Pastor, tell him. Nothing to be frustrated about. If it's the Lord, it will happen. If it's not the Lord, it, later, if it takes one year, if it takes five years, and God bless you, and at that time when it happens, you will enjoy the blessing. Amen. All right. But suddenly he said, they sent him a message and said, based on his connection to the ministry, as our staff over there, they will expedite. They expedited and gave him an appointment. Two appointments, end of April, I think it was. I hope I'm getting this right. If I'm not getting the dates right, forgive me. I'm just mixing it up. I'm not trying to deceive you here. They expedited. He went there. He said, thousands. That's what I think that's what he said. And most of them, as they were going in, they were coming out disappointed, sad, very sad, heartbroken. He said he went in. They asked him, he said they asked him a few questions. And after that, the person said, Mr. Kumar, we're happy to let you know that your visa has been granted. He knows nobody. As we're trying to arrange his visit to the States, he will be in uh, Charlotte for one week. I'm trying to get him to go to different places to visit around the country. I said, do you have friends and family we can send you? We'll pay for you to go there, visit them. He said, I have nobody. I know no friend. I know no family. He said, ALICC is my only family. I said, okay. Okay. So we will have Pastor Tinu, let me arrange. We'll send him to New York. Pay for him to go see this. Go see that. When he finishes, after two weeks, he will go back. He will not be lost. He will go back. (laughs) And continue our work in India. Hallelujah. I'm I'm trying to tell you, people say there there are no impossibilities with God. There are no impossibilities with God. And I'm saying, if you will stand on the word of God, my time is up, we got to close. If you will stand on the word of God, and if you will walk in faith, my friend, don't play games. Don't play games. You are too old to play games. You are like me, you are too old to play games. Hallelujah. We are going to see the glory of the Lord in our time and in our season. We are going to stand on the mountain top, on the rooftops. We are going to declare the counsel of Almighty God. And we are going to see it in our time. Nothing is going to stop.
Nothing is going to stop. Nothing is going to stop. My time is up. Let's close. Put up for me in the message. This is where we're closing. Everybody stand to your feet. I want you to read this, read, read, read this scripture together with me. Romans 8, 31. Put it up in the message translation. Let's close out here. I know whom I believed. I don't know about you, but me, I know whom I believed. I can vouch for God. He never fails. I can vouch for God. He will never lose. I can vouch for God. He will never disappoint you. He is too faithful. He is too faithful. I can vouch for God. Put that up for us in the message. Let's read a few of these verses. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Somebody get ready to shout here. Get ready to jump and let your head touch the roof. Because this, this words right here, they just pump me up. They pump me up. I, I lose it when I read it. Hallelujah. So, what do you think? <laughs> With God on our side like this, how can we lose? Somebody say we cannot lose. It is impossible for us to lose. Go to verse 32. Let's read a few verses here. If God didn't hesitate... To put everything on the line for us. Embracing our condition. Exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son. Is there anything else? He wouldn't gladly and freely do for us. Somebody say there is nothing. Somebody say there is nothing. Go to the next verse. <laughs> Hallelujah. And watch this. Who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen. Slap your neighbor, tell them don't mess with me. Tell them don't mess with me. I'm one of God's chosen. Don't you mess, don't you dare mess with me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give us the next verse. Give us the next verse. Who would dare even to point a finger? Slap your neighbor on the other side and say, don't you dare point a finger. <laughs> I am God's chosen. Shout it out loud. I'm God's chosen. Shout it out loud. I am God's chosen. Shout it out loud one more time. I am God's The one who died for us. Who was raised to life for us. <laughs> he is in the presence of God. At this very moment. Sticking up for us. Somebody said Jesus is sticking up for me. Say don't you dare run your mouth against me. Jesus is sticking up for me. Come on say it loud. Say Jesus is sticking up for me. Go on to the next verse. Go on to the next verse. Hallelujah. Watch this. Do you think anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between us and Christ's love for us? There is no way. Somebody said there is no way. Say so there is no way. Not trouble. Not hard times. Not hatred. Not hunger. Not homelessness. Not bullying threats. Not backstabbing. Not, 
Not even the worst sins listed in scripture. Go on to the last one. Go on, go on to the next one. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I believe God. Say, I believe God. They kill us in cold blood because they hate you. We are sitting ducks. They pick us off one by one. That's what Satan wants to do. Go on to the next verse. None of this, none of this phases us because Jesus loves us. None of this phases us because Jesus loves us. Go on to the last verse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow. Go on to the last one, 39. Hallelujah. High or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. Wrap your arms around yourself. Say, Jesus loves me. Say, I believe God. I believe God. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I feel like that baby rhyme, that song that the children sing. What's that song? Jesus loves me. What's that song? <laughs> yes, yeah, sing it. Sing it in every key possible. Sing it with conviction. Jesus loves me. Sing it. Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible. Sing one more time. Jesus loves me. Yes. Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. How many parents are in this room? How many parents are here? Lift up your hands to heaven if we're a parent. How many of you will see a bear, an attack dog, an evil animal attack your children and you walk away and leave them unprotected? How many of you will do that? Not one. Not one. You know why? Because you love your children. You love them better than life. How many parents here are protective over their children? 
Like you're so protective. Some of you are even overprotective. You know why? It's because you love them. Do you want to have a revelation today? God loves you more than any parent could ever love their children. God loves you more than any parent could ever love their children. God will never close his eyes at an enemy that attacks you. God will never walk away from you on protecting you. He will never abandon you. You know why? Because he loves you more than any parent could ever love their children. All of this week, I want you to remind yourself of the love that God has for you. Remind yourself, if you need to say it to yourself a thousand times every day, do it. If you need to read in the word, look for all the scriptures where it promises and shows that God loves you, do it. But when this week is over, I want you to walk away with a deep and a clear revelation of the knowledge of the love of God for you. You know what that will do to you? In the midst of any situation that you deal with in your life, there is a confidence that you have that God loves you and God will see you through it. The love of God is really the anchor for your faith. When you have a clear revelation of the love of God for you, it will be very difficult for doubt to come. The reason for doubt many times is believers don't really even believe in the love of God. They don't even really believe, does God want the best for me? Will God take care of this matter? Will God take care of this? Will he see to this? Because they don't really know how much he loves them. But when you know that 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 God loves you, my friends, you will believe him. You will stand on his word. You keep believing his word. You keep looking forward. You keep looking forward. Where are we going? Which way are we going? Somebody say forward. I said, which way are we going? Somebody say forward. Why are we going forward? Because God loves us and he has a perfect plan for our lives. We're not going back. Somebody say, I'm not going back. Somebody say, I'm not even looking back. Like Lot's wife, I'm not looking back. Do you know why Lot's wife turned to a pillar of salt? Do you know why Lot's wife turned to a pillar of salt? Somebody say, I'm not looking back. Somebody say, I'm going forward. Because God loves me and he has a perfect plan for my future. Say, I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. Hallelujah. Go ahead and bless his name today. Lift up his name. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Lift up your hands and worship him. Hallelujah. Glorify his holy name. Glorify his holy name. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.